Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lots and lots of talk about second line, third line, fourth line. Are we all just taking for granted that there's going to be a reliable, consistently productive first line. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. Jeff Carter's going to be the first line center. There hasn't been any announcement or declaration or anything like that, but Jeff Carter's going to be your first-line center. If you're having any sort of serious consideration being given to Radim Zahorna being your second-line center, then you'd better be very, very sure Jeff Carter's going to be your first-line center. And that means that he'll play between Jake Gensel and Brian Rust, barring, you know, whatever, injuries, other surprises, but it would have to be a really, really big surprise. And that is in large part because you wouldn't take the two wingers apart from each other. Not to suggest that they couldn't be effective. We've seen in the past, for example, Gensel work really well next to Evgeny Malkin. We've seen Rust be really effective pretty much anywhere you put him. But at the same time, in their tenure together, Gensel and Rust with Sidney Crosby in the middle, they've formed their own chemistry, their own understanding of each other's games. As Russ worded it pretty nicely after the training camp session yesterday in Cranberry. Uh, Jake and I have played together a lot over the past uh, few years. Obviously, uh, when Sid went down a couple years ago, with Gino and then what was Sid. So uh, Gens and I are very familiar with each other. Um, just try and work hard, kind of play off each other, and kind of uh, know each other's instincts and all that kind of stuff. So uh, things usually go, uh, I'd say, fairly well when we're on this together. Almost sounds like he's kind of advocating a little bit, like maybe he's worried that it won't be. the. It, it's absolutely going to be those guys up there. But having those two know each other's games doesn't necessarily mean they'll find instant success with a very, very different type of center. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by 
Fubo TV, the monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month by going to FuboTV.com slash DK. Very, very different centers. Uh, couldn't be more different. I've actually never thought of Carter as a center to share with you something that I'd planted in my head years ago when he was with the Flyers before that whole thing where he went to Columbus, he wanted out of there, he ended up going to the Kings and becoming everything that he's become, including a Stanley Cup champion. He's played a lot of center. He's done it naturally. But he's such an unconventional center in the sense that he is, as we saw for the better, a gunner and an unapologetic gunner. He's your classic old school, up and down, table hockey type winger. That's not a shot. There are exactly 32 teams that would welcome employing Jeff Carter this season. In large part because he does something that's kind of outdated at this point in the game, which is playing a very simple style and shooting, shooting, shooting. All of the emphasis that we hear right now, and Pittsburgh is hardly an exception, is maintaining possession. Find a way to make that next pass. Find a way to keep it down deep in the zone. Cycle, cycle, cycle. Protect the puck. Be smart with the puck. Carter just does one thing with it. I, mean, I don't want to make him sound excessively one-dimensional. He's capable of other stuff on the rink, obviously. But his instinct is to shoot it. So here comes Carter in this trade to Pittsburgh to a team where almost nobody does this thing, you know, shooting. And his line mates, including into the playoffs, Jared McCann for the most part, just start feeding the guy. And anybody who's played, coached, ref, trained, anything in hockey at any level can tell you that when you have a gunner out there with you, and you know that that gunner's a legit threat to score, you will feed the bear. You, in turn, stop overthinking the game. You also will react accordingly because you know that player's going to shoot, so you're more likely to make a beeline to the net yourself in search of a rebound or other opportunities. Carter had an impact on the Penguins with his arrival that I can only compare to that of Patrick Hornquist when Hornquist showed up in that he was so different. That's not to say Carter and Hornquist are similar players. I'm just talking about the, the measure of the impact because he was that different. Hornquist was like a space alien showing up on the planet in that he went to the front of the net. Carter was kind of like that as well, but in the sense that he'd shoot. 
Well, Gensel and Rust have their work cut out for them here. This is not going to be playing with Sid. This is not going to be spending a minute and ten seconds circling the attacking zone. This isn't going to be this guy goes up the boards, that guy goes down the boards, so-and-so goes behind the net, back to the point, back down the boards. No. Because then you'll be wasting the big dude in the middle who shoots. I'm really, really interested to see how this plays out. I really am. I, I think this could be a fun, effective line. But the adjustment that has to be made won't be by the 36-year-old center who's only ever done one thing in his career. It's going to be the other two guys. When we come back, just one question. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need. And they, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 from you creates five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Today's J1Q comes from John. Who says, DK, I have a question for you. As Sid and Gino are getting older, do you see either one of them switching to the wing as Jeff Carter did in L.A.? My concern is that with two aging all-world centers, it would be hard for a good younger center to get top six time if they both stay at center. And if it happens, who switches? And would you ever consider playing them? together. Thank you for taking my question. No way, John. Thank you for asking it. This is not an imminent thing if it ever arrives. When you're looking for comparables to Sid and Gino aging, it's not going to be at Jeff Carter who plays every position like it's the wing. It's not going to be Carter. Way more likely it's going to be Sid and Gino just becoming, I, I'm really, we're talking about Gino here, okay? Just becoming that much more committed to the 200-foot game and to making those smart plays that I referenced in the opening segment. He has to do a lot more of that sort of thing. Moving them to the wing you would be taking players who'd carved out legitimately historic careers and asking them to relearn positions for what exactly? You said something about preventing young centers from getting top six time, and maybe there'll come a day where that's an issue. It most certainly isn't anytime soon. Uh, there is no one in the system pushing for any such thing. Uh, even if you look at who the top prospects are, Sam Poulin and Nathan Legere and these guys, these are wingers. Uh, Radim Zahorna is not someone that you would bring up 
in in this scenario where you'd say, well, I really need to move Sid and Gino to get Zahorn out there. I, I look, I, I get what you're saying here. I'm not poking fun at it. I, I, just the the whole concept is is just funny to me to even talk about Sid and Gino uh, in any kind of aging way. You know, just think of them as being eternally great, eternally everything. I don't believe you're going to see them move off center. Probably ever. That's that's my best answer to you. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one tomorrow.